0: Back to the only pop culture podcast in the world my my name is rick and joined in studio once again by my lovely co-host the reverse subplot to my obi-wan versus darth vader we have robbie it's good to be back <laughs> how you doing man i'm good i've missed us Oh, <laughs> I've missed being insulted in the first few mm. seconds of our podcast. Yes, yes, it's good. Keep, <laughs> keeps me humble. Yeah, <laughs> keeps
1: me grounded. You know? That's right. That's right. You know, I don't. I don't wanna, keep your feet on the ground. That's right. I don't want to end up being like God mode Obi Wan. You know, I just want to. I just want to cruise, kind of like a, um, like a Haja. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Just get by. <laughs> just doing my best in the galaxy. That's right. Know? Yeah. You've been away for a couple of weeks, been have, been working up
1: north. I have, yes. 20 days away. And now I'm on my eight days off, two days in, you know. It's great. Clock is ticking. Time is inevitable. <laughs> you know, I just can't wait to, to just go back to work.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah, it's great. The weather up there, though, I will say is phenomenal. It's like 30 degrees, like clear blue skies, Mm. When like because it's a port headland, it's like right next to the ocean, get the breeze coming in. It's very good. It's like it's like a a good summer's day down here,
0: but just constantly. Meanwhile, in the uh, in the southwest, it's been like four degrees in the morning, three degrees in the mornings. I think I've shivered about five kilos off since I come home. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. I actually don't have heating in my car in your car yeah yeah what the so, fuck last summer that's
1: fuck. no that's not even funny because you live so far away from your
0: work yeah it's about a 25 minute drive into work oh my last God. last summer my um i don't know something with my coolant was leaking or something like that and the way that they could fix it like oh yeah we can fix it and it'd be nice and cheap but we have to bypass your heating system so we can still blow out cold air but it won't, <laughs> it won't blow out warm air so, for two winters in a row now, I've just been driving a freezing cold car around. And it makes it really difficult, especially when the windscreen fogs up. Quite dangerous, actually, now, yeah. that, I'm a, now that I'm saying this out loud.
1: Yeah, no, that's great, especially considering, you know, sometimes you'll have your loving wife in the car. You know, just... just. Oh,
0: look, if, if, you know, if she's with me, we're taking her car because <laughs> that does have a heater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is making me sound like a real bum. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I, I would never want to say that directly. But when you say it, I, I just say, oh, if you say so.
0: Oh, and I've just said that. And now I'm thinking like I'm sitting here. Do you think it's a bit of a scumbag move to wear like a hoodie without a T-shirt?
1: <laughs> Are you really doing
0: that right now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: oh, yeah, Rick. Sitting here, no T-shirt, just a hoodie on with my car with no heating in it. Yeah. <sighs> It's great, kicking kicking life goals, man. No, I love life it. Goals. I love
1: I love when you dress like a slob. You know, not to you know. In all fairness, we're in your house. You you can dress how you feel. I just want to feel comfortable. That's right. And if for some reason a hoodie with no shirt on is comfortable for you, <laughs> then fuck me, go for
0: it, man. It's the first thing I do when I get home is like take my clothes off. okay that's enough of that episode's getting real raunchy now (laughs) look out ladies (laughs) (laughs) all two of you and it's just like track pants on and yeah hoodie or like just loose fitting shoes you want to be as comfortable as possible
1: yeah well you know man like that's that's totally your choice you can you can do what you want (laughs) disgusting man
0: yeah look to be honest i do feel like a little bit of a scumbag but that's okay that's fine. Enough of that. Let's, uh, let's move on with the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so we haven't had a cocktail for a little while. So we're back into the cocktail corner today. I finally cracked and we've just gone with the classic blue cocktail. So this is just the Kenobi based off of, you know, the lightsaber, that that, that great blue hope that is Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, pretty are simple. Ca- are we calling it the Kenobi? I'm just going to call it the Kenobi, yeah. Why, well, do you I- have a better name?
1: Well, I just thought we already called one of them. Oh, we called it the old
0: the Ben. The old Ben, that's right, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. All right then. So we're going back to like, you know, young Kenobi, hopeful Kenobi. I would have gone with like something like the, the Blue Kyber or Crystal or something, but that's fine.
1: Well... No, look, man, you're the, you're the mixologist, so it's totally
0: <laughs> up to you. I mean, this is a partnership, man, so I'm happy to take, I'm happy to take notes. Well, obviously not
1: because you just, you just ran it without asking, but that's fine. <laughs> no,
0: that's t- I don't want this
1: first episode of me being back to be us bickering. You know, I'm, ha- I, I'm planning to do that in episode three, so let's just... We've got to ease back into it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just fire off all cylinders off the bat because we'll run out of juice before we get there.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. We got a bit. We got a heavy week before you head back up. So, quite a schedule. That's right. We've got to pace ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, so obviously we are here to finally recap the last two episodes of Kenobi. We haven't been able to do that because you've been away. So it's been, a well, I say it's been a long time coming. It's been like two weeks coming, but it feels like a really long time because I've been dying to talk about Kenobi. It does though, right? Like it feels like ages since the sixth episode came out. I don't think I realized like when you were leaving that it was literally the next week that the last episode of Kenobi was on. I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to talk about this now and I can't. So yeah, not a good, not a good couple of weeks in terms of, you know, my desperation of sharing my 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 love for kenobi well if it's any if it's any
1: consolation i I was up north with a bunch of macho men that don't give two shits about star wars so (laughs) so i couldn't talk about it even if i wanted to which i so
0: desperately did yeah well look it's a safe space now so we're, we're here we're here to here to finally share those thoughts and emotions
1: that's right no construction going on here (laughs)
0: <laughs> Just constructing this fine podcast. That's absolutely right. The only pop culture
1: podcast available on all streaming podcast platforms.
0: Nice. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless self promotion. <laughs> hey man, you gotta get it.
1: You gotta get it out there. You gotta you gotta feed it to the people, and they'll hopefully feed it to other people. You know uh, the
0: people the people that are currently listening to this are also the only people that are currently listening to this. Um. Like yeah, you're, ad- you're advertising to the people that are already listening.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, some people might be here by accident, so I just want to remind just them. Just Stumbled
0: into the seven minute mark of our yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know, like
1: <laughs> you know, when you when you're listening to a to a song and you want to, you think you know it, so you skip halfway in. I'm trying to find just, the chorus. Just trying to find the chorus to see if it's like, oh, this 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 is familiar. Is this
0: is this a song I like? You know, they've just done that for the podcast. Now, I want to assure everybody that's listening at home that we have not reached our chorus yet. It does get better, I promise. (laughs) This this has been a very winding intro so far.
1: (laughs) This is peak
0: content, people. (laughs) Buckle up or fuck off. (laughs) It only gets worse from here. All right, let's let's uh, let's do a very quick recap of the last two episodes of Kenobi. So we're going to go through episodes five and episode six. We're starting off with Obi-Wan and Leia escaping from uh, the Fortress Inquisitorius. I think it's called.
1: Yeah, it's something... I, I don't like that name. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's just too... On the nose. A little bit much. Yeah. The Inquisitors live here. So let's call it something, hmm, Fortress Inquisitorious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'll let people know what happens here. So they've escaped. They're, well, they're they're currently escaping, but oh no, Lola has been fitted with a tracking device. Oh my God,
1: Lola, you naughty, naughty (laughs) droid.
0: Stop it! Stop (laughs) it! You're going to get me in trouble. Oh my God, Lola. What are you doing? (laughs) So (laughs) Lola's being tracked, which means Reva, the now Grand Inquisitor, and Darth Vader have found them on Jabim. So we have a siege, uh, a short siege, which does get dragged out for the entire episode. Kenobi finds out that uh, Reva is actually one of the kids that survived Order 66. A youngling. A youngling youngling that survived Order 66 and the whole reason that she's working with Vader is so that she can get close to him to get her revenge. I have thoughts on that, and we'll we'll, we'll touch on that later. Yeah, the process that she went through, <laughs> right? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So, yeah, he finds out she's a youngling, wants to get close to Vader. He kind of makes a bit of a deal with her to help them escape so that she can try to kill Vader. Works out well for Kenobi. He ends up getting out of there, uh, and the rest of the rest of the, I don't know, would you call them... I guess rebels at this point. I guess they're they're rebels. They're not even rebels, bro. They're just trying to flee. Yeah, but they're rebelling against the empire in a way. Yeah, by not giving up their lives, I suppose. Exactly, exactly. It uh, doesn't work. The deal doesn't work out so well for Reva, who tries to kill Vader, and it really does not go well for her at all.
1: Probably like the poorest attempt on Vader's life yeah. I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Ends up with a lightsaber in the guts. Uh, she then finds out that also just insult
1: to injury, her own lightsaber.
0: Yeah, yeah. Vader didn't even bother to draw his own lightsaber. That's how non-fussed he was by that. But Reva then finds out that Luke is a thing, and decides <laughs> Luke that Luke is a thing. <laughs> decides that she's going to head to Tatooine. We then open up on Episode Six where Kenobi and the rest of the Rebels, we're calling them Rebels Hell, now. Just
1: real quick, are you just going to pretend like Tala didn't die in episode
0: five? Oh, well, Tala died in episode five as well. We can talk about that. I guess that's something that's worth noting.
1: <laughs> well, she was just like a, she was quite a big
0: part of this series. Yeah, I do. Yeah, poor Tala. I actually really liked Tala and that was quite sad to see her go out. Her and her, her and her lovable non-talking robot that did play on the heartstrings a little bit. hmm but yeah, so episode six, <laughs> moving, Anyway, moving right along we're, uh yeah, Obi-Wan and the rebels are getting chased by Vader in his Star Destroyer. Obi-Wan then decides that he's going to have to break away and lure Vader away. That's the only way that the rebels can escape. So he does that with a bit of a side chat with Leia, heads off, ends up on a desolate moon waiting for Vader. Meanwhile, Reva has made it to Tatooine and she's deciding that she's hunting down Luke for some reason, ends up at the Lars homestead where a bit of a chase ensues in, in there. Cut back to Obi-Wan and Vader where we have probably, you know, the best 10, 15 minutes of the entire show with Obi-Wan and Vader facing off in a very brutal duel. It's definitely up there with Leia's first chase scene on Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> right up there is one of the best scenes. Yeah. Uh, that ends in a bit of a, well, Obi-Wan goes down first. Has a bit of a, I don't know, I don't know what you'd call it, but I'll, yeah. I'll
1: be honest. Obi-Wan had a big, big anime moment yeah, <laughs> where, where the hero is losing to the villain and then they kind of have that moment in their own head, like that moment of clarity and like kind of will to just overcome. And then all of a sudden they are just like... OP. OP, yeah. God mode being. And... Um, I mean,
0: it was beautiful. I loved it. But yeah. <laughs> it's just... The fight's back on and Obi-Wan goes absolutely ham. Like we've never seen Obi-Wan before. He
1: cuts Vader's face. Yep.
0: Yep. Goes all out. Ends up, yeah, so he, he does end up defeating Vader. And there's a little bit of closure in that scene as well. Obi-Wan leaves, realises that Luke's in danger. So he bolts back to Tatooine. He got there too quick. He did get there very quick. I don't know if don't the that he was about, in had hyperdrive or not. I don't him, care but... about light speed or nothing. But yeah, he did, he did. I That was a thought that I had as well. He got there very, very quick. And I'm assuming that this was all happening at the same time, but for him to get there so quick was kind of, ooh, okay, that was unexpected. It's just
1: the fact that he got there so quick in the scale to Reva. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know that Reva didn't know where she was going and Obi-Wan knew exactly where to go, but she went to Tatooine straight from... Jabim. Jabim. Obi-Wan had a whole other deal going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... That ends up with, you know, Revis chasing Luke through the Dune Sea. Goes to kill him. Decides not to kill him. This is her kind of redemption moment, I guess you can call it. Brings him back. I'm, I'm putting this in air quotes. Walks off redeemed. And Obi-Wan just lets her go. I have, I have notes for Obi-Wan on just letting her walk off. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so <laughs> bad at his job. Obi-Wan goes back to visit Leia. A very sweet moment there. Comes back to Tatooine, packs up his packs up his cave, <laughs> packs up his little cave in the dune seas, and looks to make himself a little bit more of a comfortable life before he visits Luke, and says the iconic hello there, and then rides off on his his Eop, and we get him meeting up with Ghost Qui Gon. Oh, I was so happy when I saw that, and that's. I mean that's a very brief rundown. We're gonna go through a little bit more of it beat by beat now, but that's kind of that's episode five and six in a bit of a nutshell there. So let's go back to episode five and we'll go through that first. What were your initial thoughts on episode five? Um I like being right about things.
1: So seeing <laughs> Reva fighting Darth Vader and not dying, I was excited and then when she didn't die, I was annoyed because, I just find the character of Rever to be very just bothersome and like just not necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just kind of, she's just annoying, Yeah, you know, and like not even, not even like as a character, I just mean like in, as her part of the story, she just annoys people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's not, she's not damaging, you know, she's not even as a villain. She was just like, she was a bad villain. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: She felt very unnecessary throughout the entire, she, and- I mean, we, let's, let, we can talk about the entirety of Reva's uh, final arc here now because I've, I've got a lot of thoughts on Reva as well. And obviously, for myself, I've kind of gone backwards and forwards on her throughout the entire series.
1: I mean, as far as an Inquisitor goes in Jedi hunting, she was the most effective one. Yeah.
0: There's no, there is no question about that. She's <laughs> the only one that was actually, like, somewhat successful in that task.
1: But it also begs the question, you know, she was like, oh, I was a youngling, I watched Anakin slaughter all those Jedi... That's why I'm trying to kill him. She was an inquisitor. She had to have killed Jedi. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they're Jedi hunters. So I'm just like, wh- where in this, where on this line in the sand are you putting yourself exactly? Because yeah. to all those that got away, you're just going, yeah, but but I got gotcha. you. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck?
0: What like, was what's, what's yeah. your deal? I really, yeah, I do really question the motives. Also, and- like.
1: When she's talking to Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's like, I can help you. She's like, well, where were you then?
0: Obi-Wan just took out General Grievous. (laughs) Where where were you then? I was riding a giant iguana, right? Cut me some slack. Obi-Wan finished the war. You know,
1: like, (laughs) I'm not even like... When Grievous was defeated, the Separatists lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he ended the war. He was on the other side of the galaxy when Anakin attacked the Jedi Temple. So it's like... It wasn't like he was hiding or... Even just like dealing with something else, it was just like, oh, I'm actually, I'm kind of doing like, well, I'm like- a little bit busy right yeah, now. Yeah, he had now. like a genuine mission, and then also his clones turned on him while he was there. Yeah, yeah. And then not only did he eventually get back to Coruscant, he then went to Mustafa and oh,
0: yeah, he tried fucking, to make it right. He
1: tried to fucking kill Anakin. He did his best. He did so well. You know what <laughs> I mean? He did as good as he could have done without killing
0: him. Yeah. That's good. it's basically like, well, where were you? It's like I've got my hands full, Reva. I'm I'm kind of busy with my own shit right now. You yeah, know? like what the <laughs> fuck, bro? Like you know when Anakin killed all your friends? Does did he look a little different? <laughs> he doesn't look the same anymore, right? That was me. Yeah, I, I did, did that. that. <laughs> I'm the reason brothers got no arms. Well, not if you are. Uh, not if you ask Anakin. But we'll uh, we'll get to that later. Uh. Okay, that <laughs> doesn't apply, but okay. That's kind of my big bugbear with with the whole Reva thing is that it just, the motivations didn't line up. Her friends, her youngling siblings, I suppose, were slaughtered by Anakin. So she decides to take it on herself to then kill other Jedi and watch innocent people die to try and get her revenge. And I, it just, it just didn't work for me at all. I also just didn't understand... How the fuck did she hide? You know what I mean? That, like, when in her flashback, they're in a group. So then she gets stabbed. I'm pretty sure she got stabbed, so she just pretended to be dead. Oh. So, yeah, she just kind of, like, laid there with the group and just pretended to be that's dead. That's
1: a poor job by Anakin.
0: Well, I mean, that's this is the second time that she's been stabbed now, so. Cut some heads, bro.
1: Like, seriously, it's not that hard.
0: But yeah, and then I I'm gonna jump I'm gonna jump forward to episode six now as well. But she finds out that Luke's a thing, and I don't know how much she knows of Luke and that history from that. That oh bro, Bale. if she
1: if she knew that Luke was Anakin's son, there's no way Luke was coming out of that.
0: Alive. I mean, some notes for Bale as well. You need to be a little bit better at this whole. Secrecy business? Yeah, just, just be cryptic. Just leaving a fucking voice message that anyone can listen to of like, oh Luke and the boy, I'll go to Tatooine if you you and Leia don't survive. We've got to keep him safe from Vader. Like, I, I don't know what you're doing, bail but you're literally telling everybody everything right now. But yeah, she finds out she finds out that Luke exists, so she decides, okay, I'm gonna get my revenge on Vader, who killed a bunch of younglings by traveling to Tatooine and killing an innocent child. Like that is her grand plan, and yes, she doesn't go through with it in the end. But like, what a fucking leap in logic, you know? Like, how does that? How does that play out in your head, Robert? How does? It, how is this your like act of redemption? How is this how you get your clarity and your closure in this this entire thing? It just yeah, it doesn't make sense to me at all. I'm really bummed. I don't. I don't blame the actor at all. I. Th- I think Moses Ingram did what she could with what she had, but those. Those, that that writing decision is probably the main thing that kind of bugged me the most out of these last two episodes and then the fact that and this is why i put this as the introduction for yourself but, but with reva's subplot while she's hunting luke while obi-wan is you know in the jewel of his life with with vader they're not equal those two things are not equal so every time it cuts away to reva I'm completely taken out of the moment. of Like, oh fuck! Like, oh, I know, yeah, I know, Luke's no. not going to die. So, what is the point of this? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Like, because with Luke and uh, with the Rever Luke thing, you know, Owen, Baru, and Luke are all fine. The only thing you're like, oh, is, is Rever going to get killed by Owen? Like, that's all I was thinking when that when that was showing. I was like, there's no way that Rever's going to die by these people.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, from what we see from this episode. Owen and Baru. they're fighters, man. They like- they held
1: up. <laughs> they Beru, got the, the but like gat. Beru's like, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Owen's like, no, we got to get out of here. And Brew's like, man, can you stop being such a huge bitch and grab this rifle, please? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Owen, seriously. <laughs> This is what we signed up for, literally. Yeah, so please, sake, bro, toughen up. <laughs> we deal with the raiders every other day. This is nothing. Bro. It
0: makes you wonder, like you go back to you know Star Wars Episode Four now, and the fact that they get you know absolutely firebombed by the Empire. The Empire probably had to completely firebomb them to win because like Owen and Beru were not going out without a fight. Yeah, but they were also older, Rick. Yeah, but still. They're still. They're not just going to stand there and die, right? Like this oh, is. Oh no! This is I bet you anything. I bet
1: you anything. Baru was throwing a lip. <laughs> yeah. She, she was just like, "Uh, fuck! Who are you? Why are you here? We paid <laughs> our taxes on time. blah blah blah
0: And then they were just like, "Yeah, uh, incinerate them." It's the whole like, "Get off my property!" And use the picture. Like Baru standing on the roof, their their sand dome. Like, Fuck come it. get some. <laughs> get off my lawn. Get off my sand. But yeah, I like all of that. You know, Owen and Baru being absolutely badasses. Like, I don't know. It just I could have done without it. I could have just done with the entire last episode being centered on Kenobi Invader. Yeah, um, and I mean we talked about this before we started recording that if. Reva had died in episode five when Vader stabbed her. I feel like that would have been enough. It would have.
1: It would have just felt more complete, like just like kind of just another tragedy of Order sixty six, as opposed to whatever the fuck we were left with.
0: And I think, I think at that point as well, you can kind of live with. Okay, she tried. She tried to be good in the end. Yeah. As opposed to her being stabbed in the gut, to then being like, you know what, I'm going to go kill a child. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's, yeah, that's exactly it. That like, makes the redemption arc much harder for me to stomach Well, it wasn't
1: point. even a redemption arc for her trying to kill Vader. That was her goal the entire time. She just went about it so poorly. Yeah. You know what I mean? She could have just joined the fucking resistance.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> and they would have been like, oh, my God, we've got a Jedi. And she would have been like high praised, all this shit, you know. She would have had
0: such a better chance. You know what I mean? So what did you think of, we've got Obi-Wan in this episode, we've talked about in the last one of him, like him being in the Fortress Inquisitorious, was him starting to get his legs underneath him a little bit. We actually see Obi-Wan becoming a Jedi again here. You know, he's got the, I really liked it where Rever cuts open the door and then we see Obi-Wan with a huge force push and just like smacks Rever back and decks like 15 stormtroopers at once as well yeah i really really like seeing that and then obviously he's doing the whole lightsaber and blocking all the blaster bolts there i really liked it i really like seeing obi-wan i felt like obviously the payoff comes in the next episode but the fact that we got this slow build up to this point again i really really enjoyed like if, if obi-wan had come back in in the first episode like this it wouldn't have been as it wouldn't satisfying. have been as
1: rewarding. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right, because he, he cut himself off from the floor, so it's like, to just turn him back on again and be where you were it just seems kind of
0: cheap. I guess, like, for me, I really like this because of the fact that, I mean, I went on a bit of a rant in the last episode that we covered Kenobi of the fans just need to, like, chill and enjoy the storytelling a little bit more as opposed to just being like, give me my lightsabers, please. Like <laughs> I love the lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> I love the lightsabers. Believe me, I really, really do. But I also like being told a compelling story. And I feel like because we we were waiting and we've seen Kenobi struggle with using the force and, And, you know, getting his legs back underneath him and getting those reps in, that when it does pay off, it pays off in a really, really big way as opposed to first episode, he's just pulled out his lightsaber and he's, you know, cutting down Inquisitors. Yeah. So I feel like I was right to have that rant, personally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, surprise, surprise.
0: Rick defending his choices. Very sanctimonious. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about what everybody was waiting to see from Kenobi. Like, this was... All of the complaints that I saw online about the show before episode five. Look, where's my flashbacks? Where's my flashbacks? Why would you cast Hayden Christensen if you're not giving me flashbacks? Let's talk about the flashbacks.
1: Is is the reason that they didn't do him because he looks like he's aged dramatically? And <laughs> they don't, For some reason, they don't want to use the technology that they've used before to de-age people? Look, he still looks good. He still looks good. He still looks great. No, he still looks great. But if you've Hank watched-
0: Hank is a very handsome man.
1: He absolutely is. But also, if you've watched the prequels, you know what he looks like. Yeah, this does not look like prequels Anakin. He looks like Anakin's dad. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, that's so obviously Anakin- that's so obviously 20 years later.
0: So yeah. it the the episode opened on Coruscant. What was the first thought that popped into your head when you saw Coruscant?
1: I was just like why is it so like
0: peaceful? Like I was like what the fuck's going on? Wait, why are we in Coruscant? And yeah. then it like pans out and it's the back of uh attack of the clones Anakin's head.
1: Yeah. I was like I'll be honest, I wanted revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? When Anakin's got his, like, uh, Jedi mullet.
0: That's so, that's like heartthrob Anakin when he doesn't have that shitty ponytail and dumb braid. That's,
1: that's my peak Anakin. No longer Padawan Anakin. Yeah. Clone Wars Anakin.
0: Well, I guess the reason they did this was because it is about the Master and Padawan relationship. Yeah, I know that. But it, like... Just even through the
1: Clone Wars series, he he's still always calling Obi Wan master when he's Yeah,
0: he's still his master, isn't he? Well yeah, exactly. So it's just not not a Padawan anymore.
1: Exactly. So it's just like there's always it's always there, but I just feel like he would have looked so much better.
0: Yeah, but I don't I don't know if narratively it would have fit as well. I hate that I
1: know you're right. And <laughs> but I'm, I want I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking purely from cosmetics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just want my pretty Anakin back. <laughs> I just want my pretty, my pretty little Sky guy. Look, when when it opened, and we saw the back of Anakin's head, I paused it. And again, I'm sitting on the couch next to Cora, who does not care about the Kenobi season series at all. Like, I don't know how this is your wife. She can take it or leave it. She'll watch all of the Marvel. She loves Marvel. But when it comes to Star Wars, she is very much out on that. But I paused it and grabbed her. I literally grabbed her. I was like, do you know what's about to happen? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not paying attention. It's like, oh, my God. I was losing my mind. I just,
1: as soon as I saw Attack of the Clones Anakin, I just knew that it was an Order 66
0: flashback. No, but we already had the Order 66 flashback. And And we also got more of that later on as well. Yeah, but the later on ones, it's not... It's from Reva's perspective, and I hate
1: Reva. No, it's not even that, (laughs) but it's just the fact that, like, it's just a close-up of Anakin's face and then, like, a wide shot of Anakin walking in with some clones behind him and then just, like, a fucking disco light going off in his face, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Because it's, like, they they don't show any of the action. It's just, like... All, all I saw was his face and then the the blur of the blue blade. It's like, that's very poetic, but I want to see Anna can cut up some Jedi.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you're those people on the internet that complain about this. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're the people that I rant about. Yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> you know, it's just like if you're gonna bring him back, bring him back to do some
1: cool shit, you know, not just like. Slap his face in there, and so we can all be like,
0: "Oh my god, it's Hayden Christensen!" Did you not think that the Obi Wan Anakin like practice no, duel I thought, was I was thought, cool?
1: No, I thought that was great. I did. I really did. I'm talking about the Reva flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I didn't. I, didn't I, just, <laughs> I, just, I just didn't. I just didn't care for those. You know what I mean? The the duel I thought was cool. Yeah, You can tell that's true because it rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everything that rhymes is is true. Yeah, that's right. The duel was cool, but yeah, no, the the I I liked the duel because it was just like. You kind of got to see early days Anakin unwinding. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, oh, probably wouldn't have said that if I was you. That's kind of a red flag. Red flag there. Red flag there. And Obi-Wan's just kind of just going along with it. And also, just real quick, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he talks about, like, not going for the kill or whatever. Yeah. Obi-Wan says it. He talks about mercy. Yeah. And then swings for Anakin's neck. Yeah. (laughs) Psych! You know what I mean? He's just like... That's your problem. You always go for the kill. And then fool, like, outstretches his arm. The The blade misses Anakin by, like, an inch. <laughs> it just goes straight for his neck. I was like, what was he supposed to do if he didn't dodge that? He's Obi-Wan like, does not Ob- give a fuck. Obi-Wan just goes, uh, Yoda, I need a new Padawan. I just killed the Chosen One. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Yoda's just like, hmm. Sorry, guys. He should have ducked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I think I loved it. I loved the flashbacks. I think they were fantastic. I really liked the way that it kind of played into the episode as well of, you know, like you're always so one track minded and until you learn to sort of calm down and cool your jets a little bit, you'll always be a Padawan. And that's exactly what happens at the end of this episode is Obi-Wan is able to escape because Vader is just in there to kind of let me show you how powerful I am. I'm so fucking pissed right now. And I mean, I loved him tearing the ship out of the sky and ripping it to pieces. That was fantastic. That was a decoy ship. That And yeah, yeah, that's it. Like it was a decoy ship, so Obi-Wan can escape. So, so funny. But that was like the classic, like Obi-Wan is just taking you to school right now, man. Like take your L because you look silly. And then uh, that just, all just flips around because he absolutely, absolutely brutalizes Reva. Yeah. I just don't understand why Reva waited so long. She yeah. just stood there behind him for ages?
1: Yeah, well, like, I would have thought that while he's grabbing the ship is the best chance. Yeah, yeah. Occupied, mind on the ship.
0: Well, just it's not as dramatic that way.
1: I would have thought it would be. because, you know, <laughs> like, she say, while he's trying to grab the ship, she ignites his, her lightsaber, and then he has to kind of deal with both at the same time.
0: I'll be honest. I think there is a certain amount of logic that you have to suspend when watching this show, just because of the fact that we know where it ends up. You know, like we said it before, like, we know that Obi-Wan survives. We know that Vader survives. We know that Leia survives. So we have to suspend some form of disbelief and some form of logic. Oh, yeah. But my, my,
1: my thought is that Vader could have dealt with that still. Being stabbed? No, not being
0: stabbed. <laughs> like, I mean, Reva dealt with it, so probably no, not. No, well, we like, know. say,
1: like, while he's grabbing the ship, Reva, like, ignites her lightsaber and then goes to attack Vader you know, he can just turn around because Vader's using one hand with the Force to hold the ship. Literally,
0: he doesn't, he doesn't even ignite a lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. So he kind of <laughs> just, like, grabs her by the throat with the Force. For half the fight, he's literally just fighting her with the Force.
1: Yeah. So, say, so like, say, for example, he's holding the ship and then he's holding her by the throat with the Force and then the, uh, the real ship leaves and then he's just fucking pissed. So now <laughs> he goes at Reva. I'm like, yes. that's
0: cool. Yeah, that, right. that was fantastic honestly like watching vader just standing there barely moving but dodging using the force to deflect a lightsaber was was like this is this is vader this is the vader that we always want to see you know we obviously we don't get it in the original trilogy because the effects and the ability like it just wasn't there you couldn't do it back then but seeing it here seeing it in rogue one seeing it here it's just so cool like it's so cool to see vader be an absolute unstoppable force it's definitely up there,
1: as far as Vader moments go. <laughs> like the day that something beats Rogue One, I I don't even know what I'll do. It's I
0: just... I think for me personally, Episode Six came pretty close to beating Rogue One. Revenge of the Sith. No, no, no. This oh, sorry, Episode um, Six of Kenobi, which we'll talk about in a second.
1: What when he's fighting Obi Wan?
0: Yeah, hell yeah. And then when, yeah, like I said, the, like Obi-Wan's anime moment when Obi-Wan goes all out, I loved that I don't so know, because I just,
1: I just felt like when, when Vader was winning, it was like the child in him was winning. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, look how strong I am. I'm so much better than you. But in Rogue <laughs> One, he was literally like, I don't care,
0: like, about these people. I just need to get to this thing. Well, I'm talking of it more on, like, like in terms of just level of cool, I'm I'm looking at this. oh, just like, on power level, yeah, and yeah, I just seeing okay. like an Obi- and like we see Vader literally crack the floor, like just cracks the moon. Like, yeah, I, I, this I, is cool.
1: Yeah, no, okay. As far as power level goes, yeah, I'd probably put six above Rogue One. This but is Rogue, like Rogue One was just more badass because he just went through like a wave of troops, just not
0: giving a fuck. For me, like Episode Six of Kenobi was like that that nerd wish fulfilment kind of thing. You know, it was... Yeah, you got to watch Obi-Wan Be God, mate. I get it. That's get it. Uh, that's not necessarily... That's just my wish fulfilment. <laughs> Guys,
1: just um, for those of you that are new to the podcast, um, Rick... Has an unhealthy
0: obsession with Ewan McGregor. wasn't even going to say it like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rick would pay money to lick Ewan McGregor's feet, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's how much he worships this guy. Rick would cut off his arm just so and McGregor would spit on him. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where Rick's at. Rick is in love with this man. And in, in the eyes of Rick, this man can do no wrong. And so far, he hasn't. Yeah, I was going to say, I was literally just about to say, prove me wrong, guys. No, 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 no. He hasn't, no. <laughs> just give me, give me a chance, please. He hasn't. But Rick, it's just that... He's just always there. You know what
0: I mean? Obi-Wan's
1: <laughs> the best. You're McGregor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest um, the It's that quote from Revenge of the Sith where Anakin's watching Padme brush her hair. You're so beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love.
1: No. <laughs> no,
0: it's because I'm so in love with you.
1: So love has blinded you?
0: That's, that's me. That's me with Obi-Wan. I'm blinded by love. But you know what? I accept that. That's one of my flaws. Whatever. I'll deal with that. But I am not going to allow any Kenobi slander at any point. <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi slander.
1: Yeah, right. Because this is the place for
0: it. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's... I, it doesn't matter. I, I'm always on the defensive. If anybody wants to say something negative, I'm ready to throw hands at any moment when it comes to Kenobi. And it could be a slight. It could be the smallest thing in the world, but I'm ready to go. We're already here talking about it. Let's talk about the jewel, the jewel on Desolate Moon, unnamed Desolate Moon, which I don't know how I feel about that because one thing about Star Wars is their planets kind of always have names and they're always a part of the lore. So for this epic jewel to take place on just some craggy moon somewhere, I don't know. I didn't didn't necessarily like that part of it. Which I realise is such a small nitpick. Yeah, but it's also... It's not hard to just make up a name. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Blorgon on 7. I would hate it if they called it Blog on 7. <laughs> no, but I'm just what saying... What an awful name. <laughs> I think that's...
0: I think I got that off Brooklyn 99. 9 <laughs> well, Apparently, you've been watching Brooklyn 9 all day. Well, I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, so this... The, the Jewel... I mean, I, I, I've already said, I loved every minute of it. I thought it was incredible. Vader burying Obi Wan and him barely just surviving using the Force and then having his moment of clarity, thinking back on Leia and Luke and then going ballistic was insane. I loved that so much. And this is going back to what I was saying just before of that payoff, that payoff that we see Obi Wan building up, building up his strength as the season goes on. I feel like this is what we were waiting for. This is the payoff that that entailed. Like, it was great. I loved it. I think that that was very well constructed. No notes. Honestly, (laughs) I was thinking like, I was just sitting there for a second thinking like, oh, was there anything that I would have changed? Maybe brighten it up a little bit? It's
1: just until this episode, I've always thought that Anakin slash Darth Vader is more powerful than Obi-Wan. You know, like, it, it wasn't even like, A matter of opinion it was just like a fact it's like yeah obi-wan is more wise than anakin yeah you know that's that's also without a doubt but then watching obi-wan overpower darth vader i was just like i don't know how i feel about it you know i I think it
0: was kind of like for me the way that i took this and the way that i've always kind of like thought of obi-wan is that he's never been the most powerful or like the most skilled jedi and he's an incredible duelist. I would say he's probably like top three duelist of all time at this point. The fact that, you know, he fucked up Vader pretty badly in this episode. But he's always been someone who can figure out a way to win. Like regardless of the circumstances, he'll figure out a way to win. And that's kind of what happened in Revenge of the Sith, you know. He was able to kind of hold on and and go toe-to-toe with Anakin for a while. Sorry, just real quick. When you said top three duelist. Yeah. For, is, I'm assuming that's from Clone Wars era. Just in in general. Just in general? Yeah. Let's, like, you know, if we run down the list of people that he's defeated, it's pretty fucking impressive, man. He's beaten Maul twice. He beat Maul while he was accompanied by Savage. He's beaten Grievous. He beat Anakin. He's gone, if throughout the Clone Wars, he went toe-to-toe with Dooku a couple of times as well. Like, he is phenomenally accomplished. Okay, but who's the two that you're putting above him? Well, Anakin. And maybe maybe Yoda or Dooku potentially, because apparently Dooku is also like top tier duelist. So you're not putting Mace Windu above him. No, look, and I under- I I appreciate that Mace Windu is a fantastic duelist, but. I know you don't like Mace Windu. I don't like Mace Windu. I know you don't. <laughs> but know, that's, not, well, that's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say. I know you don't like
1: Mace Windu, and I know that you cradle the balls of Obi-Wan <laughs> before you go to sleep every but, night. But the fact that you're going to say no, 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 Obi-Wan no. would beat him in a duel There is, is There outrageous. is law to back
0: this up. There is law to back this up because there is, and I can't remember where it is, so you're just going to have... <laughs> I realise that this isn't like, oh, anonymous sources but you're going to have to take my word for it. I can't remember where I've read this, but there is a portion in there where even Mace Windu himself has said that, you know, Mace Windu is a duelist who has um, mastered all, all forms of lightsaber combat, all seven forms of lightsaber combat, including the own that he created, Varpad. He, he himself has said that even to that extent, he has never, never mastered a form of lightsaber combat like Obi-Wan has mastered Form 3, Ceresu. And I realise that I'm sounding like an incredible nerd right now, but Windu essentially admitted that he doesn't think he could beat Obi-Wan, because he doesn't think that he'd be able to get through Obi-Wan's defence at any point. So, again, I can't remember where that's from. I uh, I know that it's 100% true though, and I'll try and find it so that I can back up my sources. (laughs) But, this this is part of my reasoning as to why I say that Obi-Wan is probably a top three duelist of all time. Okay. And I will not accept any criticism. <laughs> any criticism. <laughs> but you're, by But it sounds like
1: you're only going off Jedi as well. Uh Cause, nah, cause I'd, probably, I would, I'd probably put Sith in there as well. So you're going to say he's better than Palpatine? As a duelist, Palpatine yeah. would cut Obi-Wan to ribbons.
0: As a duelist? Yes. If we're taking like, you Yes, know,
1: without a mm, doubt in my mind. I don't know Did, about you, that. did you see... Did you see what he did to Maul and Savage on Mandalore?
0: Yes. Do you remember how Obi-Wan so also easy. beat Maul and no, Savage? No, but
1: it was so, like, Palpatine was playing with them. You know what I mean? He was just, like, having fun. Obi-Wan was, like, you know, he was trying. But he still did it. Yeah, he still did it. But the point is, Palpatine could have done
0: that in seconds. Hmm. I don't know. <sighs> You're you're too much of a fanboy And it's not fair I won't take it (laughs) I won't accept it
1: (laughs) I'm not saying that Obi-Wan is weak I'm just saying that you're putting him too high
0: I don't think I am
1: Yeah, I know you don't That's the problem
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think (laughs) there's like legitimate I think there's legitimate evidence to back that up No (laughs) <laughs> We're getting into the weeds. <laughs> let's, I, let's move on. I'm going to have
1: to talk to any one of my Star Wars friends and just, <laughs> just be like, just qu- just quickly, who would win in a duel? Obi-Wan or Palpatine? And I, ne- <laughs> I need to see the numbers that go for Obi-Wan. But
0: there's, I, like, there's context to that, right? Because if you also say who would win in a duel, Anakin or Obi-Wan, most people are going to say Anakin because Anakin is the chosen one. He's more powerful. But context says that, no, Obi-Wan's beaten him. Multiple times now. Oh, yeah. He beat Prime Anakin and then... He didn't beat Prime Anakin. That's pretty much Prime Anakin. No, it's not. I mean, it's, as prime, it's it. as prime as we've seen Anakin. That's not Prime though, is it? It's well, it's, was, it's like, his actual prime though. I don't know if you can call it his prime. You're going off... No, potential and
1: prime are two different things. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah, he didn't reach his potential. Yeah. And his prime is far short of his potential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll allow it. Good. But you're making Prime sound better than it is.
0: It's still Prime, and like, yeah, still,
1: like, yeah but like, that's like me getting a lightsaber right now be like, "This is my Prime." <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, Obi Wan beat Obi Wan beat me in my Prime. Wow. It's like, yeah, yeah the, I'm difference, shit. <laughs> the difference I'm with that shittery.
0: is Prime Anakin is like the most powerful Jedi in the Jedi Order at that point in time. Like, canonically... Well, obviously not. Canonically, he is the most powerful Jedi. Like, that is... Prime Anakin is the most powerful Jedi at that time. And Obi-Wan beat him.
1: You just love him too much to read. I you do. Can't, I you do. You You're blind. Ugh, I'll accept you're blinded
0: that. by love. You're blinded <laughs> by love and I'm not having it. I don't care. <laughs> I really do not care. I, I am... Uh, I will ride or die. Ride or die for Obi-Wan any day of the week. That's fine. Like I <sighs> said, he is, like, my all-time favorite character in all of fiction. So, whoa okay
1: i didn't know that
0: yeah no like 100 i am i am 100 on board with obi-wan over everybody oh, i don't stand
1: a chance in any of these arguments no no
0: this is the thing <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. this is coming from a place of pure love here <laughs> yeah, jesus christ <laughs> anyway the duel let's so obi-wan beats him finally one of my favorite things of all time and not not in star wars not this particular moment but the moment where Obi-Wan is like arm um, stretched out, like classic kind of like hero messiah pose and just bombarding him with rocks, like that pose, like when when heroes do that, it's kind of that like, come at me, like I am at, at this point in time, I am all powerful.
1: Well, it's the Christ pose.
0: Yeah. That is one of like my favorite things that heroes do. I love it so much. It's so cool. <laughs>
1: You need to go to church.
0: <laughs> you, you see that every Sunday. I feel like if I said that in church, I wouldn't be allowed back into church. you go to church and be like,
1: oh my God, that guy with the beard's doing the Obi-Wan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is Obi-Wan on a cross? This is so weird. <laughs> oh my God, you're gonna, we're going to burn. Yeah, yeah. Look. <laughs> we're <you> going to burn. <laughs> so, yeah, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan beats down Vader and then we get Vader's face reveal. Actually, I like... I
1: like that. That's how he beat him. You know what I mean? Because I was saying like he's gonna have to do something to Vader to call off Vader's search for him. You know, he can't just beat him. He has to. He has to like immobilize him. You know what I mean? Something that's gonna that that makes it he can't pursue immediately. That he's gonna lose track because otherwise it's like well, what's he been doing between now and a new hope?
0: And we get the uh, he smashes up his chest plate we get the I loved that by the way.
1: I, of him just beating the yeah, shit Yeah, it out was savage. Christ. It
0: was Obi-Wan being like a full-on savage. And then w- I really loved it. it. It was kind of like one or two breaths of you get the Vader the ragged breathing that we got in Return of the Jedi when he's about to die and it was like like when he's really struggling to breathe. Yeah. I really liked that. Like just hearing that sound like triggered that like <laughs> triggered my lizard brain of like ooh, Star Wars. <laughs> it was really really cool. But then, yeah, obviously we get the face reveal. He slashes open his mask and obviously inside the mask is Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader. And I don't know where you sit on this, but I feel like Vader then also gives Obi-Wan some closure or like kind of lets him off the hook a little bit. That moment of, you know, Anakin's, Anakin slash Vader is kind of like on his knees and he stands back up and then he says to says to Obi-Wan, I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You
1: didn't kill Anakin Skywalker.
0: I did. Was so powerful, like, right? and you were sitting there, standing there with tears in his eyes. And I'm I'm sitting there with tears in my eyes watching it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you stand on this, but do you think that was that was Anakin being kind to Obi Wan, or do you think I feel that feel like was, that's the best way to
1: explain it? Because that was too. It was. It, it felt sympathetic.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, you know it's what I mean? either that or it's kind of like no, you don't get to take credit for the creation of Vader. I do. Yeah. I. I don't know. Like, and that's kind of why I I think it just I think it, I
1: think it just caught me off guard. Um, In the sense, because it would have, like, yeah, I just feel like Vader's very much, like, in your face, like, taunting.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know He's always I mean? very, very confident in his own ability. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, but then to be like, I'm not your failure. Yeah. It's just like, what? That sounds reassuring. And I was just like, yeah. That could that could have been Anakin, but then when he goes, I did it, it's like, oh, that's just Vader.
0: Yeah. And then you can kind of, like, hear in his, it, to me, like, you hear his his voice change a little bit as well when he does that. So whether or not that's, like, there's a little bit of Anakin that's showing through and you've got the blue lightsaber on his face, illuminating him in the blue when he's saying that, and then it switches to the red lightsaber over his face when he's saying he killed him. And then he stands up and he's like, oh, just like I'm going to kill you. So, I don't know, it's, it's a bit tricky, but I do, I mean, <laughs> I said to you before, like I have that scene saved on my phone now and I've watched it multiple times since that episode has aired. It's probably like one of the better parts of the series. And so well acted. The you can you can feel the emotion from Ewan. It's just insane. Like I had a lump in my throat the entire time watching that. From when he gets out of the pit and starts just completely wailing on Vader to that point where he's Vader's beaten and Obi-Wan sees Anakin's face for the first time, sees his eye for the first time, and he's just like instantly tears. Like, oh, like my heart, I can't take this. Stop, please. <laughs> like it was just, yeah, it was so much, so much emotion at once, but I I, I loved it. I really, really, really enjoyed that. And yeah, like I said, I can't, <laughs> I have it saved on my phone and I've watched it multiple times. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't really say much more than that other than the fact that like that was to me, one of the mo- like one of the best acted scenes in Star Wars and one of the most emotionally impactful scenes in Star Wars as well.
1: Yeah, it definitely got me. I was a little choked up. Yeah, I was just like, I don't think I needed that, but <laughs> but uh, you know, like
0: I guess if it adds to the story, <laughs> thanks for hurting me, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the uh, that's the final duel. And then obviously, as we said, Obi-Wan heads back to Tatooine. We're not going to talk about the random stuff. We've already talked about that and how we think it was completely pointless. Um, but then we've got, you know, the, the closing. He says says his goodbye or hello there to Luke and then heads off into the desert and we see Qui-Gon. What did you think? What did, what did you feel seeing Qui-Gon? Oh, I was so happy that they brought Liam Neeson back. Did you think... I've heard other people complaining about this as well. Did you think that like having him there just in kind of that closing scene was enough or would you have liked to see him earlier?
1: No, I thought it was enough. Because it was like it's the same with uh him being shit with the force. Yeah. You know, he's cut off, you know, so why would he be able to to see and like even Qui-Gon goes, like, I've been here the whole time, you just weren't ready to see me. Yeah. Took you long enough. Yeah. So <laughs> like, it's just all right, like dick. it's. I've been
0: dealing with shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's like I. I felt. I felt that it was fine, and um, it was completely justified to me. Yeah. Because he was like, he cut himself off from the force. He was like, "Well, talk to me, Qui Gon. Why are you there?" Yeah. And it's like, well. <laughs> But you can't have your cake and eat it, you know?
0: Nah, I, I feel the exact same way. Cause yeah, like I said, I've seen I've seen people complaining of like, oh, well, you know, you got Liam Neeson to come back for this one scene. It would have been nice to have him throughout and having him guide Obi-Wan. But I think like the one thing that I really like about this is that Obi-Wan kind of pulled himself out of this. He didn't rely on somebody else to get him out of it.
1: Yeah, it's his first solo album, Obi-Wan yeah, this, Alone.
0: This was his journey, you know, like this was his his comeback tour. So for him to be able to do it all on his own, I think, was was more powerful. And then he finally gets that closure, has opened himself back up to the force and has gained that understanding and now he can see Qui And I think that makes sense to me. I, I I agree. I'm I'm on I'm in the same boat as you on that one. So that's kind of the recap and our thoughts throughout. Let's do a bit of a a bit of a rapid fire. Did you enjoy the Obi Wan series as a whole?
1: As a whole, I enjoyed it very much. It is some of the best Star Wars content. That I have seen in my life, you know, (laughs) uh, it's better than at least half of it. And, you know, I'd say that most of it is all good. So obviously there were parts where it could have been better, um, but there were parts where I was just like, that's fucking so good. Like the op- opening scene immediately won me over to the show. Yeah. when it's Order sixty six, you yeah, had like, some
0: grace there because you saw that straight away.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because it was just like, like, where is it going to take off from? You know, because as far as the story is concerned, it's taking off from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of just like, well, where, where are we? But no, I thought, I thought the show as a whole was really good. I did like. The little play around with the Grand Inquisitor. I thought that was funny. Heck.
0: <laughs> By the way, that's what I... Remember
1: Remember before I left, I was like, I spoiled something for myself. Yeah. It was because I checked the IMDB and I saw that the Grand Inquisitor was in a certain number of episodes and it was uh, one. But he, okay. it said he was in like four episodes, but he died in the third one. So I was yeah. like, oh, so he comes back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's what I spoiled for myself.
0: I love where like Rev is dying on the floor and he just pops up in the bottom corner. He's just hello (laughs) it's it's so funny to me how he just pops up in that in that last scene there of episode five um yeah i think i'm i'm on the same boat like i i really really enjoyed it i think if i was to give this a rating out of 10 i'd probably give it seven and a half
1: okay i'm glad you said that because that's where i was at and because i was there i thought you would have gone higher
0: (laughs) Just because I'm so like unbiased when it comes to <laughs> Obi-Wan. Exactly. Um <laughs> but no, I,
1: I I'm just it, the story could have gone a lot of ways. And like we said when it first started, it's like we're so glad that it went in the direction of Leia as yeah. opposed to Luke. Yeah. Not that it had to go in the direction of either of them, but if it had to go for either of them, we're just glad it wasn't Luke. Yeah. Also I'm like the it was very it was very linear. Story, you know what I mean? So it didn't have, uh, because it's in between stories that have already been told. You can't open up too many
0: doors. Well, they've only got so much space to play. That's
1: exactly already. it. So, like, you've got to kind of stay within your space. Yeah. Before you start affecting stories already. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think they did pretty well with that, you know, um, God mode Obi-Wan's still gonna be on my mind for a while. <laughs> you know?
0: Always cause... on my mind.
1: <laughs> <sighs> but no, I I am very happy with this show and like I was telling you before we started recording, like I'm gonna be very excited to watch it again in like six months. Yeah. Revisit um, it. Yeah, revisit it.
0: I think I guess like where I stand with it and that giving it a seven point five. I think like the highs of this show are incredible. Like, yeah, god mode Obi-Wan. Vader, just demoralizing and demolishing Reva. You know, the, all all of the, those displays of power, fantastic. I loved Obi-Wan's struggle throughout the entire season. Yes, there were plot points in there. Where I was like, hmm, this probably isn't necessary. The Reva, Reva's, Reva's redemption, I'm doing that in air quotes, Reva's redemption, like, didn't need any of that. So there, there was definitely some lows throughout, but... Those lows to me didn't detract from what was good. So for me, yeah, I yeah. Seven and a half, I feel like is a fair, a fair rating for this.
1: Yeah, I just think also like majority of side characters throughout this series held their own very well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Haja, Tala.
0: Tala's fantastic.
1: Especially Leia. I, yeah. I, I've I've
0: been props was, to child actor.
1: I was so happy with this version of Leia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just think they did it so well. And, like, she wasn't even annoying. No. You know, like, and let's be honest, Leia, as a little girl, you can only imagine how annoying she could have been.
0: That Yeah, it could have easily been, like, she could have been obnoxious yeah. and just insufferable. But they played it really, really well. And it
1: even came up at points. You know what I mean? Like when she first got kidnapped, she was like, my father will come and get yeah. <laughs> me. But then, you know, she soon realised, mm, maybe that won't happen. And she was like, all right, I need to try and fucking take care of myself. But yeah. It was, I, I just, I thought they did a great job with her. You know, I, truthfully, I think the biggest disappointment, if there even is one throughout the show, was just the Inquisitors.
0: The, yeah, yeah. Just, I just, I Just
1: as a whole throughout their organisation their the best one was a fucking black sheep. Yeah. Probably not the right phrase to use, but you know, it's all right.
0: <laughs> we know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think I mean, yeah, re Reva story, it just kind of felt like tacked on almost. Like it didn't need to be there. And the fact that she was a driving factor throughout this show this show. And the resolution kind of, well, the revolution, the resolution definitely fell flat for me. It, that that was a bit of a letdown. But, yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't think I can say much more about Reverend the, uh, the Inquisitors that we haven't already said, to be honest, that it was a little bit disappointing. But that leads me to a bigger question overall of how do you feel about Disney Star Wars at the moment? Because there is a lot of talk about Disney ruining Star Wars. It's not the same. And
1: I think it's not fair to expect it to be the same. You yep. know what I mean? Cause it's totally different um, production. You know what I mean? Like George Lucas isn't even involved. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, why, why would it be the same without its original creator? Yeah. You know, um, is it, would I want it to be the same? Yeah, of course I would, but I'm more so, more so realistic. I know that, I'm not going to like everything they do. And that Disney is a, um, their main demographic is children. So it's going to be a lot more kid-friendly than I might like. Or stories might be a lot simpler than I'd like because they've got to be able to be followed by, you know, children. So the only thing I've ever had issues with as far as Disney Star Wars goes has been the Book of Boba Fett. With the mods. Um, not
0: the mods. Oh, not, oh, the mods. <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> Goddamn mods. Like, I, I I
1: just hate the mods so much. But as far as everything else, I, I'm unlike the first episode, we were talking first or second episode, the the chase scenes, you know, when they're chasing Leia and it's like, <laughs> for some reason, these grown adults can't keep up with this little girl. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I get it. That's, that's Disney as well, but...
0: And that's also like, there is there is as i said earlier in this episode there is a portion of you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit well, know, yeah. like for them to tell a story you kind of have to let things play out a little bit and and not always be like well that would never happen that's not logical because <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day we're talking about what's what is and what isn't logical in a galactic a, a tv in a movie tv show series about a galactic civil war with space wizards with light sticks like not, none of this is logical how you know? dare you simplify <laughs> star wars like that where do you get off i'm just saying that maybe if you weren't so not you not you in particular but the people that are having a problem with disney star wars so cynical about it and i'm not saying like you know don't be critical like you can be critical about things
1: yeah you can you can have your opinions just don't let it ruin it for you yeah you like know what to me like, like
0: star wars has never been without its silliness you know like Star Wars if we're if we're being brutally like and again I fucking love Star Wars I have a Star Wars tattoo on my chest I love Star Wars and have since I was a child that you cannot honestly look me in the eye and tell me that Star Wars the original trilogy of Star Wars was not silly you know like it is it's almost in that grade of like the b-grade sci-fi movies because how fucking dead. All right chill 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 chill. The special effects were fantastic for their time, but you kind of had like that the come along with that is there is a bit of schlockiness with it, you know It is a little bit cringe at times and it is a little bit silly and like wacky and goofy like and that is just part of Star Wars and that's what makes Star Wars so like to me lovable. Like it's fun. all of it is fun and it's not meant to be taken. And I was saying, oh, it's not meant to be taken seriously because obviously it's a war. You know, like, take the war seriously. But it's a war set in a fictional universe, as I said, with space wizards with glow sticks. Like, it is, it is meant to be somewhat, like, suspend your disbelief and just enjoy it a little bit, you know? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man, I get you. i get you
0: i I can feel you getting a bit riled up there i was like let me finish let me finish my point here before you attack me Uh, it's all right (laughs) before you like knock down the sound shields and grab me
1: it's all right i feel feel like we've been arguing too much off off air yeah i had to pause the
0: pause the mics at one point because robbie would not let me would not let it go that i said obi-wan is a top three duelist of all time
1: because he's not
0: this like, this one hour recording session has turned into like an hour and a half. <laughs> it's
1: ridiculous because I know I'm right. I know I am. It's not, this isn't, this shouldn't even be an opinion. You know what I mean? It's just fact. Obi-Wan, great. Love him. Top two Star Wars character. Easy.
0: Easy. Yeah. And to go along with that, top three duelists. oh <sighs> let's not start it again because otherwise this episode's never going to finish we're going to wrap it up there (laughs) you're so lucky we're going to be recording a bunch of episodes this week in preparation for robbie abandoning me again ben
1: (laughs) trying to provide a future for myself thank you
0: Look, the podcast is your future, man. So the sooner you accept that and just give into it entirely, the better.
1: Well, when you quit your job, I'll quit mine. How's that?
0: (laughs) My job is not interfering with the podcast.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, neither is mine when we get our recordings in. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sure. So. (laughs) Oh fuck you. So next week we're we're actually going to be going to watch Thor on Friday. Yeah. Love and thunder. Very excited about that. So we're going to be recording that on Saturday. So, yeah, it's going to be instant, instant reaction. So, hot takes only. We're going to be... That'll be our next episode. So, please, please, please join us for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. We are both huge fans of Taika and Thor. So, it's going to be... That's going to be a good one. I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to how that all plays out. Do you have any thoughts before we wrap up? On Thor? On anything? On anything. Any, yeah, last, um, any last things you'd like to share?
1: Yeah. No, not, nothing I'd like to share, but just... Um... You know, if you have opinions on, you know, top three jewelers, feel free to let us know (laughs) in the comments or on our social medias or anything. Um, You know, just just reach out because I would actually love to hear other people's opinions on it. Um, I just think Rick is so wrong, Um, but it's not even by a lot. It's just the fact that he's not willing to budge. You know. I,
0: I I said I'm willing to budge and say that one at the, space rig the absolute one worst one space absolute worst is top four. It's outrageous. Absolute worst, Outrage. but yeah. No, but we, it's, it's it's not
1: the, even it wasn't even the numbers. It was the fact on the people you were disagreeing with. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Let's not get into it. Yeah, Let's so, move on. All right. <laughs> on that, you <laughs> make sure you do follow us on socials. We're pretty active on Facebook. We're pretty active on, on Instagram. So make sure you do follow us at The Only Pop Culture Podcast. As we said, leave us a comment. Let us know if you think I'm wrong about the top three duelists. I don't think I am, but that's fine. We're going to move on from oh, that. first, surprise. Rick doesn't think he's wrong. <laughs> make sure you follow us, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you get those episodes every single week. And please, please, please leave a review. Tell your friends about us. Spread the word. We are... We're slowly gaining some subscribers and getting some followers, but, you know, the more the better. I would, yeah. I would love to be able to do more episodes, but, you know, we need some support to be able to do that. So please, please, please get behind us. Tell your friends. Share. Subscribe. Whatever you can do. Get the word out there. We're having a lot of fun doing this. We'd love you guys to be along that journey with us. So, yeah, with all of that being said, we'll see you next week with Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, boy. Love and Thunder! (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll talk to you then. Bye, Mom. Bye, guys. Bye, Mom.